Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, September 24th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adeoye. And joining me, we have WWE superstar Xavier Woods. How's it going, man? AKA Austin Creed, AKA host of the greatest YouTube channel of all time. Up, yes. up, down, down, subscribe. If you have yet to subscribe already. AKA 130, your boys, the new day, your sixth time. WWE World Tag Team Champions, AKA the kind of funny. Kamish! Let's freaking. Go, Xavier. How are you doing today, man? I'm fantastic. I'm blessed to be with you, dude. Today. Thank you. This is gonna be such a great episode I'm because, so like, I mean, you mentioned this uh, when they first announced that we're gonna host together. Is that like, I think this is the first time we've had two black hosts. ABC, all black cast. ABC, dude. all black cast. In fact, like, hold on. I need, I need to do some. Keep the people entertained. Real ABC, quick. ABC, all black cast, all black cast. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. What you got? Uh oh, I got a rep. Ooh, there we go. I'm very excited about this. So. Uh, this shirt is a uh, spawn on me. I got to give a shout out to the homie Khalif Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, Khalif Adams, he he's part of uh, this podcast spawn on me. Uh, they're, it's really awesome because uh, they do a lot of spotlighting people of color in the games industry. Uh, and Khalif is the homie. And so, you know, if we're going to rep, we got to rep fully, man. Yes. We got to go all the way. Yes. It's going to be times. one of the best episodes of KFGD. I'm, I can't I think wait. so. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Of course, uh, today's stories include Final Fantasy VII's box art being revealed, an mm-hmm. Apple Arcade competitor, uh, and the return of Fallout 76 kerfuffles, <laughs> uh, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you can correct us uh, when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Um, YouTube.com slash kind of funny, uh, or if you don't want to watch this live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily. Uh, to be a part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where bronze members or above get to write in uh, and silver members or above get the show ad free. Before we get into it, a few things for housekeeping, of course. Thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, patreon.com slash games, Blackjack, and Muhammad Muhammad. Uh, today we're brought to you by Upstart, but I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. Xavier, how does it feel? I want to I wanna throw some shade. Throw some. At one Greg Miller. Oh, yes. Because Let's, I love doing that. You're in town uh, for SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, and you guys are going to kill it. It was at Raw last night. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, you're in town, and all of a sudden... Greg Miller is like, oh, I gotta, I gotta dip, I gotta leave, I gotta go play The Last of Us two. Yeah. Even though the homie Xavier is in town, the commish is he scared of you? Like, what? Of like, course he is. What's he happening right now? He doesn't want to see me in person. He doesn't want to see me face to face. He would prefer to play Last of Us two. Yeah. The thing is, like, you're well aware it's gonna be good. You're not even gonna be able to play it that much. Exactly. You just play when it comes out. Like, we know The Last of Us two is gonna be The Last of Us two. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be incredible. Uh, when I finished the last one, I was living with my friends, uh, Tyler Breeze and Rick Victor, two guys that I also work mm. with. And um, I came out of my room and they're like, what's, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I just had to make the hardest decision that I think I've ever made in my human life. Mm. Like from a video game? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hurt. It hurt real bad. Uh, Man. So yeah, you know the second one's going to be good. Greg just didn't want to, he didn't want to be here around yeah. me. Yeah, he didn't want to see the commission face to face. It's disrespectful if you ask me. He's I understand. Scared. You took away his title. He's scared. I didn't take away his title. He lost his championship. Uh, he right, actually never right. won it. Because That's of the rules. The bylaws. Yeah. I don't write the bylaws. I know. We all just live by them. And I respect you for living by the bylaws. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We have to. And so instead, he is. He instead found me from the street. I was selling mixtapes. <laughs> from the street. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yo, let's just get this guy to, to host with Xavier Woods. And so I'm down with it. Let's make it work. Let's make it rock. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard your stuff on SoundCloud. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm all over SoundCloud. Perfect. I just search Lil Pump. You'll, I, I just pop right up. <laughs> um, for now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time <laughs> for <laughs> some <laughs> news. We have three stories today. A motherfucking baker's dozen. It's a slow news day, Barrett. We're making it work because we have, uh, we have some exciting things going on. So, uh, number one, Final Fantasy's box art has been revealed, uh, mm-hmm. and is it Miss? Leading. This comes from uh, Jason Schreier over, uh, over on Kotaku. Uh, I'm going to read uh, some of what he wrote here because he had some things to say about the box art. And so here we go. 
This is Jason Schreier. Uh, he says, this is the box art released this morning. Um, and it's here, if you're watching, uh, if you're a video watcher, uh, the box art is here so you can see uh, what it looks like. He continues, uh, released this morning for the upcoming Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is out March 3rd, 2020. It's killer art, but if you saw it on a store shelf, you would, you would have absolutely no idea that it's actually just part one of the remake. Uh, the game publisher Square Enix is calling Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, is actually an expanded and, and enhanced version of the Midgar section of the original Final Fantasy VII, which comprises roughly the first four hours of the game. The remake looks uh, and feels great so far, but we don't know uh, when the whole project will actually be finished. Director Yoshinori uh, Kitasi told me at E3 that they hadn't even figured out how many parts it will be now, Xavier. Are, are you familiar with what's going on with the Final Fantasy VII remake? Yeah. So it being in parts, and uh, I'm glad that you just said that uh, it was going to be the first four hours because I was like, mm. oh, in my head, it was always going to be broken into discs because it was three discs. Yeah. And so in my in my brain, I was like, okay, well that I, I can deal with that. It'll mm -hmm. be fine because the way games are released now, I feel like a lot of them are the length of like a disc of Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah. So I'd be like, okay, I, I, that's fine with me. But as soon as you said it's the first four hours, I was like, mm -hmm. well, then how many parts is this? Because I feel like I dumped more than like 80 hours into this yeah. game just doing random stuff, you know? So It's such an interesting situation because like I've, I've not played much of Final Fantasy VII. I've only played actually like probably the Midgar mid section. Yeah. Um, and it seems like, yeah, this is going to be that, but it's going to be that expanded. And so it's going to be like the first four hours of the original game, but it'll probably net out to like, who knows? I don't know if they've been talking about it, but I, I assume like 20 hours um, uh, for what this part one might be. And by the time it's all finished, like who knows, like the Final Fantasy VII remake as a whole might end up being like 200 hours. Yeah. Who knows um, if this is only part one. Um, it's a weird situation because um, I do wonder, like, why aren't they calling it in the title of, of the remake Final Fantasy VII remake part, yeah, one, part one or remake colon Midgar or something, something along those lines? Um do you like I mean for you do you feel like you have a problem with that or do you think that like you know it's fine the people that are fans will get it um where are you at with that I I feel like that cuz mm -hmm. if so I love Final Fantasy 7 it's yeah. the first Final Fantasy that I actually played mm. and it's like I so I never had a PS1 until like way later in life but I'd go to my friend's house to play Final Fantasy 7 right mm -hmm. and so for me someone who loves this game and for people in the community who do love the game they've been keeping up with the information and they realize that it's out in parts and if I'm uh, a kid or an adult who's new to the Final Fantasy franchise and new to Final Fantasy VII franchise specifically, and I see this on the shelf, I, I don't think that I would be upset when it's done and they go, oh, there's a part two. Mm -hmm. I think I'd be more excited. Be like, oh, cool, more is coming. Yeah. Because I haven't had that experience of playing Final Fantasy VII for 100 hours. So I know this already. Like, mm. I, I get it that it doesn't say it on there, that like it, like it is misleading. I do feel that. But at the same time, it's like... Yeah, we we yeah. knew. If it's like, and also like, if it's a if this nets out at like a full game, right in its own right, right. Like even if it is just Midgar, if it is a twenty hour full experience, and it yeah. feels like it has a beginning, middle, and end, and if they just want to call that, like I get the title being somewhat misleading, but even like if it stands alone as its own release, and you know, like the next part really does just feel like Final Fantasy Seven Two, but not necessarily like you know, it's not like an episodic thing, right? It's yeah. not like it's I assume it's not like Telltale, yeah. right? Where it's like, oh yeah, Walking Dead season one, uh, every episode is like two or three hours. And you can tell that like, if you want the full game experience, you buy the whole season yeah. in, you know, like a season in, in itself feels like its own game, right? This seems like it's going to be Final Fantasy seven one is going to be a full game. And then Final Fantasy seven two, I guess it's going to feel like the sequel to one, even though they're telling the story, the full story of the original Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. It's a convoluted thing, but I think it makes sense. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. It's, it's Final Fantasy seven. We're, we're going to get the game like, eh. and if the cover art is misleading and if that's the only thing that we have bad to say about the game, mm -hmm. like, yeah, we got worse problems yeah. than, than the cover art being misleading. The game is dope. I have you played it. No, I'm not. So I got the chance to get hands on. So really? yeah, with the demo, like you play the first boss with like the the scorpion tail thing, and dude, it's it's so dude, good. All of the videos. There was a gif that was going around of Tifa, just like going off on yeah. this enemy, like doing like acrobatics, and it looked amazing. Yeah. And everything that, I, that I've heard uh, Tim Gettys uh, say about it makes me super hyped for it. Um, even me as like somebody who I've never really 
fallen in love with a Final Fantasy game. Um, and I think it's just always been like a wrong place, wrong time kind of thing because mm-hmm. I had an, I was an N64 kid growing okay. up, and so I didn't have a PS1. So you're more mischief makers than Final Fantasy. Um, I'm more Donkey Kong 64. Okay, yeah. fair, fair, fair. fair. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, I didn't play any Final Fantasy games on PS2 unless you count Kingdom Hearts, which isn't real. Like, it's adjacent, but it's not yeah. Final Fantasy. Like, Sephiroth is, is in there, but it's not Final Fantasy. Yeah. Right? Um, I tried playing uh, Final Fantasy 13 on PS3, uh, and I played that for a few hours, and I was just kind of like... Really? You didn't like it? I... So... I don't know, man. I liked parts of it. I loved the soundtrack. I thought the graphics were beautiful. Yeah. I thought the combat system was interesting. But I, just, for some reason, I just got bored. And so I was just like, maybe maybe Final Fantasy isn't for me as a whole. Um, and that's fair. But like Final Fantasy VII, as like an idea and as an aesthetic and as a style, I, I've always been somewhat into, and especially seeing the remake, I'm super into everything they're doing with the remake. Yeah. Um, and seeing that the gameplay is going to be like real time, like action, as opposed to like the turn based stuff, I feel like that's going to appeal more to me. Um, because I've, I've, like, I'm, I've always been fine with turn based. Like, I love Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like, uh, Persona, but like, I feel like it being more focused on the action is going to get me way more into it. Um, as somebody who's not really been able to get into a Final Fantasy. So I'm yeah. really yeah. looking forward to, um, remake. In uh, the Kotaku article that uh, Jason wrote, he points out uh, the press release that Square Enix um, put out for this game, kind of describing Final Fantasy VII Remake. And they say in the press release, quote, Final Fantasy VII Remake is a reimagining of the iconic original game that redefined the RPG genre, diving deeper into the world uh, and its characters uh, than ever before. The first game in the project will be set in the eclectic city of Midgar, uh, and presents a fully standalone gaming experience that provides a great starting point to the series. Um, and then Jason kind of encaps his piece by saying, you have to wonder how many people will see this box uh, at GameStop or Target and think, wow, remake uh, of that game I loved in the 90s, only to find out that they've actually just gotten one-tenth of the story of that game uh, they loved in the 90s. Which I think, like, I think is a valid point. At yeah. the same time, I'm like... If they're fans, then they know. they should be more, they should be informed enough. But also, too, I can see this being more a valid point depending on how much it costs. Mm. If it's like sixty bucks per an episode, mm-hmm. that's I'd have an issue with that because it's like mm-hmm. okay, it's just it's one game, and now I've got to pay like what depending on how many parts. Let's say it's in three parts. Mm-hmm. Now I got to pay one hundred eighty dollars for this. Like now mm. I'm now I'm geeked about it. You know. Uh, yeah, but we have to see. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be on Amazon. Uh, do they not? They don't have a price yet. It looks like. Uh, I assume I'm, it's gonna be. I'm trying to find it. I yeah. assume it's gonna be sixty bucks. And here's the thing, I think we won't know until it's out. Yeah. Where we really stand on it, because I feel like if it's out and it does feel like a full experience, then I'm fine with it. Because I assume yeah. like maybe remake two won't come out for another few years, right? And they're develop- developing them like full. Um, beginning, middle, and end yeah. games. Unless they're going to just be good to us and say, okay, so this is 60 bucks mm-hmm. for this disc, and then every time the new part comes out, you just get the automatic download. That'd we be awesome. Know. We don't know. That'd be awesome. And yeah. So let's not let's not pass judgment until we know. <laughs> and like I this this I do put this on Square Enix and sort of how they've been promoting this game because I feel like they've not been super clear. Uh, on what's going on as far as like like they've said multiple parts but yeah they are titling it just final fantasy Re- uh, 7 remake um i do want to comment uh, uh barrett if you could bring back up the box art i want to know how you feel about this box art because mm. i think it looks hot it looks great um because yeah for the audio listeners right it is um like a, a white box with uh final fantasy 7 remake like the logo on the top right but then like it's cloud uh looking at midgar in the background with his big old uh buster sword is that what it's called yeah yeah with his buster sword on, on his back I think it looks hot. I think it looks awesome. I'm biased to this sword uh, mm. because I have one in my house. Really? Yes. I'll, I'll send a picture. Dude, that's when the I, coolest I home, thing ever. Uh, I, I love this whole aesthetic. It's it such a good aesthetic. Like, I'm very much like an aesthetic person. If you can get me with a great aesthetic, then you, you can get me into your game. Right now, this is, <laughs> this is working for me. Uh, let's get into our next news story. Google Play Pass bundles 350 Android games and apps for $4.99 per month. Um, this comes from The Verge's uh, Dieter Bonn. Uh, I'm going to read uh, part of his piece. 
He writes, today Google is launching a new service called Google uh, Google Play Pass, which for $4.99 per month gives Android users access to over 350 games and apps, which will be served ad-free uh, and without any in-app purchase purchases. Uh, Google will give users 10 days free uh, and is also planning on offering the first year at $1.99 per month. Uh, it will be available in the U.S. this week and other countries, quote, soon. Uh, Google's take on um, Google's take on the app subscription model is a little different from Apple, which just launched uh, last week. Um, Apple Arcade, uh, it's four ninety nine uh, games subscription service. It's a four ninety nine games subscription service. I think there was a typo there. Uh, firstly, Google Play Pass includes apps as well as games. Secondly, Google isn't directly funding development, um, their development, nor uh, demanding exclusivity. Uh, I'm gonna stop there for a second because I want to get like your Surface level, like, what's your immediate reaction to this? So my thing is, so I just switched over to the new iPhone. Oh, right? nice. So, uh, how is it? I I love it. The camera is yeah. insane. Really? It's so. I mean, good. it better be insane with those three freaking it's wild with the spider <laughs> eyes on it. Yeah. Um. So while I was doing this, my previous phone, I had like I don't know, like five pages of apps, mm. and I'm trying to transfer my data to my new phone. And it's like, oh, it's gonna take 14 hours. I was like, well, let me delete all the apps and stuff that I don't use. And then transfer. Mm -hmm. And I got, got down to a page and a half of apps, mm -hmm. right? And so to get access to 350 games and apps, like I might use like three of those. Mm -hmm. mm, most likely those three apps are going to be free anyway. And so I feel like paying five bucks a month to get access to this stuff. And then also, sorry, sorry, sorry. The without any in-app purchases. Yeah. So does that mean that there are only going to be games that don't have access to in-app purchases? That's... That's a good question. Because, like, let's say that Clash of Clans is on there. Mm -hmm. There's in-app purchases in there, but can I now not make those in-app purchases because I'm paying the five dollars a month, or all those purchases free? Like, that's very confusing to me. Yeah, and I imagine it can't be the second one, right? It definitely cannot that, be the that second can't one. That can't be the case. Like, I'm gonna so... rack up a three thousand dollar yeah you know, receipt <laughs> because I'm paying five yeah, bucks a month. Yeah, is like Google's paying this for me, or like what's happening? Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the more there's, I feel like there's more solid games that have in-app purchases than not. So, like, what kind of stuff is actually gonna be? good that's in this package mm. and i could be totally wrong if you're if you're using an app or playing a game that with no in-app purchases that was like just like two bucks perfect like mm -hmm. uh nope teppin has in-app purchases does it really yeah uh i don't know i can't I, think yeah of I, I i guess in that case like you just wouldn't see clash of clans on there right yeah. I, you would just imagine that like games that heavily rely on in-app purchases just won't appear on the service yeah so which then, is kind of a bummer but like most of those games are also free, right? Yeah. And so, like... They're free games with purchases. Yeah. So... I guess, like, it kind of just weighs out that, like, yeah, I guess... I mean, they're free anyway, and so... Yeah, I'd have to yeah. see the list. Yeah, exactly. And we can get into that, because, like, the article continues here. Uh, at launch, all of the apps and games included in Google Play Pass were already available on the Play Store and will continue to be available as standalone purchases or ad-supported. Um, if you've previously installed any app that's included in the service and sign up, uh, your current app should automatically have its ads removed and its in-app in purchases unlocked. And so that kind of answers oh. our Yeah, questions. I recant everything I just said, <laughs> especially because the next part says that you get Stardew Valley, yeah, so <laughs> Limbo, the next part, and Risk. 40, I do mess with Risk. Yes. I play Risk heavy. I might get this because of Risk. So fast forwarding uh, the, to the end of the article, right? It says, um, Google says... Roughly two-thirds of the apps included in Play Pass are games, including longtime favorites like Stardew Valley, Monument Valley, Limbo, Let's Freaking Go, uh, and Risk. Uh, in other words, they include a mix of indie and institutional developers. Similarly, uh, the non-game apps uh, include biggies like uh, AccuWeather and smaller well-loved <laughs> Android apps like HiQ Recorder. Uh, I haven't seen a full list yet, but other notable games that I noticed include Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, which I didn't know was on mobile. What? Yeah, what? that's wild, right? What? How um, do you even play that on mobile? I have no idea. Just delete the whole two minutes of me saying <laughs> I don't know if I want this. I'm deleting it as fast as I can. I don't can. even have an Android. I yeah. might have to get one. Like, uh, it also say, uh, says Mini Metro, Old Man's Journey, which I've heard is great, and ELO. And yeah, like so I'm an Android guy. Um, I've been seeing all the Apple Arcade stuff for the last week, and it's been bumming me out. Yeah. Because all that stuff looks looks great. Yeah. Like I've heard so much about games like uh, What the Golf. Um, mm -hmm. I've been playing Sayonara Wild Hearts on my Switch, and I feel like on mobile that game would probably be mm -hmm. um, also pretty cool to have. Um, and it seems like uh, uh, what's what should we call it? E Exit the Gungeon seems oh, like it's cool. Gungeon's great. Yeah, like Apple that's on mobile. 
Yes, it's, it's part of Apple Arcade. It's God, exclusive. See, I, I, yeah, I feel like I missed all the Apple yeah. Arcade stuff. So I so let me just backtrack real quick. So mm-hmm. uh, in the past couple of days, uh, so Wednesday, Wednesday flew to Manila to do a show in the Philippines. Did a show. Then the next morning, flew to Shanghai to do a show. Oh my god! The next morning, flew to Honolulu to do a show, and then flew here to do this. So I'm I'm what? getting caught up. I'm getting caught up. I apologize for not being as on point. Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to apologize for nothing. You're not living your best life. That's awesome. So yeah. So this is this is Dude, new information. To I need me. to work I, out. I need to wrestle. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts a lot. I dude, I can't imagine. <laughs> Watching yesterday, I was so we were at Raw yesterday, uh, and Rey Mysterio was doing mad flips, and I was like, dude, mad respect because y'all are just talented out there. <laughs> There's so many t- uh, flips in that uh, five way match, um, dude. Yeah, respect. Um, but yeah, like this seems like a good alternative yeah. for Apple Arcade. It doesn't seem like on the level of Apple Arcade, of course, because they don't have the exclusives. Um, they are including some apps including AccuWeather, which is interesting. Um, but as an Android user, I could very well see myself like, at first when I heard the announcement, I was like, ah, I don't know. But looking at what they have on there, mm-hmm. it is kind of attracting me a bit for and $5. Question. So mm-hmm. uh, so you know how there's some controllers that work with like either Android phones or Apple phones, but only certain games are attached to those controllers and allow yes. them the controls to be used? Like, I'd be curious to see how many games in this in this what's it called the uh in the google play pass yeah are actually compatible with controllers that'd be an interesting question yeah i don't know I feel like that would help sway me if i was an android yeah because i know like for apple arcade right a lot of those games i think apple just enabled controller support yeah, yeah and yeah. so i know that's like a getting to i know greg was talking about how oh yeah like if i can just connect my c- controller to this thing like that sounds awesome right yeah. because that's Something that um, pushes away a lot of people from playing mobile games. Like, it pushes me away, mm. right? I, I usually hate playing mobile games. And it's a very rare thing for me to, like, you know, I think within the last couple of years, the only mobile games I've played have been Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links um, and, like, one other game, um, the Florence. I played Florence, mm-hmm. uh, which Florence is pretty great. Florence is incredible. Yeah, Florence is amazing. Oh my God, I cried so many tears. Uh, we have a question Ooh. from Frank Furter. Um, Frank writes in <laughs> and says, uh, good morning, blessing, and the commish. Google is riding the coattails of Apple, Xbox, and every other streaming service. However, the way they are going to pay the developers for the games is outdated and unfair. Do you think that even with a change, say bundling it with Stadia, uh, can save face for being tardy um, and offering developers less? Or is this new platform just doomed? Thank you uh, for all you do, Frank Furter. And Mm. I at first reading this question, I was like, how, "How are they doing it?" I did, I, I, I didn't have that information, yeah. so I was very confused. I did some research after I read the question, mm-hmm. brought me to an IGN article uh, called "Developers Raise Alarm Over Their uh, Their Cut of Google Play Pass uh, Subscription Money." And this article was written by Matt Kim. Um, and I'm going to read part of it. I suggest people go to IGN, give them a click, uh, give them a view because this whole thing is pretty fascinating, pretty interesting. Um, it reads, Google announced the Google Play Pass yet, uh, today, and this was yesterday, mm. a new subscription service for Android users, but an FAQ explainer on how royalties for developers work uh, has some industry professionals worried about game sales moving towards a Spotify model, um, a model that has been heavily criticized in the past. Google Play Pass is a subscription service where for, uh, for $4.99 a month, uh, subscribers can have access to a library of games and apps without ads and in-app purchases. This subscription service is similar to the ones offered by Apple and Xbox. However, there is language in the Google Play Pass developer FAQ that caused some alarm uh, in the game development community. According to Google, uh, quote, developers earn royalty that incorporates time subscribers spend in their app and captures how users value all types of content. Um, uh, from weather apps to epic endless runners. Google says that this royalty model isn't set in stone and that it is continuously, a quote, continuously refining the model to make sure it fairly rewards titles that bring the highest user value, end quote. But game developers say this resembles the way streaming services like Spotify pay its artists. Um, and I think this is interesting because the... So I listen to a lot of rap music. Yeah, um, I absolutely love rap music. And uh, since the uh, since I guess streaming services for music have become popular, right? Spotify, uh, Tidal, all these different services have become popular. There's been kind of a shift in 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 the way that uh, at least I've noticed for rap music has been constructed. I can't speak for other genres really because I'm not uh, that ingrained in it. But at least for rap, right? You see a lot of what they call microwave rap. 
right? Actually, I don't know who calls it that. Maybe that's just the thing I made up in my head. Or maybe like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I got that from, but that's what I'm calling it now. Microwave rap, right? Where it is like, we're going to make a song in a day. It's going to be two minutes long, right? But the whole point of it is to make it replayable, right? We're yeah. going to make uh, longer albums with shorter songs. And so like 25 song albums with like two minute songs um, in order to uh, get, get those plays, get those streams. Um, and we're going to essentially game the system, right? Mm-hmm. And I can imagine, right, if the way Google Play is going about it is, hey, we're gonna we're going to pay you based on how long people spend in your app. That then maybe dis- uh, disincentivizes people to make games like Florence, which is a like an hour long game, right? And you're probably not gonna go back to that game the way you would go back to a game like Clash of Clans, yeah, right. And so I can see like that being a dangerous thing and that being the way not to do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I think that there's there's definitely uh. I don't want to say pros and cons because like not paying people is definitely 100% not a pro mm-hmm. but uh, just talking on the evolution of things so, so using music as the example so mm-hmm. um, before uh, it was all about you know just making like solid music and they'd have it's so like Earth, Wind and Fire like there's like a jam session that's like 17 minutes long on an album Yeah. but then you wouldn't do that now because or you wouldn't do that in like the, say like the late 90s early 2000s because you're trying to make club bangers yes. but, so you're making club bangers and not like quote unquote like good b-sides you know mm-hmm. and so now here's like another evolution to like you say microwave rap yeah so now people are making these shorter songs and so it's kind of the same evolution in gaming if people are m- more geared towards this type of service like a clash of clans because they want people spending more time in their app mm-hmm. yes we might lose games like florence or we just wouldn't have those games in this service they'd be over here mm. uh, while people are more focusing on this type of game and so not that it's a, a good thing or a bad thing, but it might just be like the next evolution yeah, like of things, which is like a weird... Almost like a chicken or the egg thing where it's like, yeah. you know, is this just part of the evolution yeah, of like, how it, these services work? Do, or do we like, weather the storm to yeah. hopefully get to like the next better thing? Yeah. But who, it's, who knows? It's interesting. If it relies so much on like this like kind of uh, like model of making like uh, games and apps for the service, do you think the service would have a very long uh, like... Lifespan, like, well, what do you guys think on that? Because <sighs> Apple, Ar- Apple Arcade, I'm not too familiar, but I assume they're not doing this because it hasn't been really reported on, right? Yeah, yeah I, don't I assume think so. Apple Arcade is probably giving, you know, like paying, uh, approaching developers and paying them just to be on their service as opposed right. to like doing it by time played. Yeah. And so, like, you know, if the competition is doing it better and if developers feel more incentivized to go uh, uh, put their games on other services because they feel like Google Play Pass is screwing them. Mm-hmm. Then I can't imagine Google Play Pass lasts too long. Yeah, um, or maybe we just don't change. get that many great games on Google Play Pass because of it. Mm. But it could also be a thing, and so this is—I think this is a better way to say what I was trying to say before. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the Google Play Pass, there are just games that developers make that are geared for that program, mm. and so they're mm-hmm. they're they're longer form games, or they're or they're shorter games that might take an hour, hour and a half, and then you're done with it. Mm. They just don't put on this platform yeah they might send that to apple or they might just have it off of google play you know what i mean yeah so it could be that sort of thing as well and i think like i don't know i think there's something there i think like maybe if even google play was like hey we're going to we're going to have two systems right we're gonna have the system like apple arcade does it where we approach developers who do want to make more you know smaller games or shorter games or artistic games we're going to pay them a lump sum to have their game on our service and then games that are more service driven that you're going to get more hours out of that are meant to like bring people back we're going to pay those games based on time mm-hmm. um maybe that's the way to do it i don't know i would need feedback and like yeah. I, i'd want to know what people think about that yeah um because like i'm not a developer i'm not sure like you know what the mindset might be if that was the case, but mm-hmm. maybe that's a way to like get around that if they really want to keep this time-based uh, thing, right? If they see value in that. Yeah, because there, um, there are definitely developers who are well-versed in making games like that. Those are the kind of games that yes. they like to make. Yeah. And I just want to make sure, I would, I would want to make sure that like people don't get cut off from getting exposure or mm-hmm. from getting paid because this service is set up in a, in a way that doesn't help those types of games out yeah but then at the same time if apple is doing it in in a better way that's better for developers and i feel Mm -hmm. like google is going to uh going to hurt from that and they'll have to change and evolve and and be better Mm. in that space you know let's get into our third and final news story this is an interesting one this is a fiery (laughs) one 
uh, because we haven't had one of these in a minute. And so I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited I get to be on this episode. Uh, 20,000 <laughs> Fallout 76 power armor helmets recalled for mold exposure. And I do want to preface, preface this because I said I'm excited to be on this episode. I, I, I don't like wish like any like, you know, bad uh, fortune on Fallout 76. Um, it's def- definitely it's just been not. one of those things where it's just been like a roller coaster as far as like and it's the roller coaster has, has stopped right it's been it's been quite a quite a while since we've read one of these um and so like you know it's just it's just so interesting that this continues to happen somehow um this comes from ign's alicia judge uh and it reads concerns have been raised that a wearable helmet included with special copies of fallout 76 is a breeding ground for mold bacteria resulting in the recall of over twenty thousand units as reported by dual shockers the collectible model of fallout's T51B helmet that came packaged with the $200 Power Armor Edition is being recalled by the United States Consumer Product Safety Safety Commission. It warns uh, the polyester and cotton fabric inserts inside the helmet uh, provide a safe haven for bacteria to grow. The recall listing reads, uh, mold can be present, quote, mold can be present on uh, the fabric insert inside the helmet uh, posing a risk uh, of respiratory or other infections in individuals with compromised immune systems, uh, damaged lungs, or an allergy to mold, end quote. Anyone who bought a copy of the Power Armor Edition can request a full refund via GameStop. As yet, there have been no reported incidents of health issues as a result of buying the model. But GameStop is also reaching out to cons- uh, customers directly. It's not the first snafu to plague Fallout 76's official swag. Customers complained after the same Power Armor edition shipped with a cheap nylon bag instead of one made of canvas, which was initially promised. Uh, Bethesda eventually agreed to replace the nylon versions if those who wanted a, a canvas bag filled out a request form. Xavier, are you familiar with all that's gone on with Fallout 76, like the canvas bag situation yeah. and all that. It's uh it's been very interesting because mm-hmm. I'm a huge Fallout fan. Same like, dumped so many hours into New Vegas and just like loved it for yes. so long. And so it just stuff just hurt. It's so you know? unfortunate because it just like hurt. I'm I'm such a big fan of Fallout 3. I love Fallout 4. Um I still haven't played New Vegas and I you apologize. Haven't played New Vegas? I have not played New oh, Vegas. It's so good. It slipped by and the thing the thing for me was I play Fallout 3 pretty late. Uh, and I finished Fallout 3 and I was like, oh yeah, let's play Fallout New Vegas. But I was just so, yeah. like, I was so done. Four is <laughs> dope though. Yeah. Four is awesome. It yeah. got, I, I feel like it got some hate. It Justifiably did. so because it didn't run the best, but it was still awesome. Yeah. It was still great. Yeah. That's like, uh, same thing with, uh, what, uh, Mafia 3. Oh yeah. yeah. That was yeah. my jam. Yeah. That, was, that was my jam for very specific reasons. That, that legit. Yeah. Again, <laughs> dude, I mean, I, the, I dude, the black this, episode, man. Yeah. This is the black episode. I say this every time that game is brought up. It is arguably one of the best told stories in this console generation. By mm. far. Dude, By far. People need that to fire, respect Mafia 3. Dude, let them know. What a game. That's like one of like very few games I've 100%ed. Really? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. But anyway, sorry. Like Fallout. But um, yeah, yeah like, it, just, it, it, just, it just hurts. It's unfortunate, right? And like, you know, Fallout 76 coming out and not necessarily being a hit didn't surprise me because I was curious from the start. Yeah. <laughs> when they announced yeah. that game, I was like, okay, a Fallout multiplayer game that's going to be in the same engine. Okay, let's see how this works. Um, and it came out and it didn't do, I guess, what they wanted it to do. Yeah. Um, unfortunate. Um, and yeah, this is just like, you know, like... At this point, I'm sure Bethesda is just like whatever. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're, we're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. We're just we're focused on Starfield now. Or we're focused on uh, Young Blood because Young Blood just came out, and they mm. have there's like not not this level of bad things and controversy. But I don't think Young Blood also also did. Are you familiar with Wolfenstein Young Blood? Uh, Wolfenstein, yes, but not yeah. Young Blood. So Wolfenstein so. Young Blood is the latest Wolfenstein game, the co-op okay. game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Came out in July. I played a lot of it um, and actually kind of enjoyed it, but it definitely like was very underwhelming compared to Wolfenstein, uh, the new Colossus. Yeah. Um, And it definitely wasn't this level of like, what are you doing? But it was like, I I feel like Bethesda's having kind of a rough time right now. Yeah. Um, Doom Eternal is coming up and I, I don't, I don't want to eat my words. Don't put it out there. I don't want to eat my words, but there, there is no way Barrett 
that Doom Eternal can fail. There's no way. But, okay, so I looked at your Twitter and you said this about uh, I said this about Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was real confused after the last Death Stranding news. I was like, okay, where are we going? Yeah. But okay, so so I'll 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 hit you up mm-hmm. once Doom Eternal comes out because the, yes. the last Doom game. So Beautiful. good, my favorite shooter this generation. It's so good, but I tried to. Uh, I got it again when it came out on Switch. Mm. Wanted to throw up playing it. Oh, it's too small. Like yeah. in turning, I was just like, oh. I can't imagine that playing that game on Switch. Yeah, it is on probably the, Switch yeah. on the TV, but on the actual handheld, oh, it was mm. too much. But incredible is, game. Playing it on the Switch on the TV, how's the controller? Because I feel it's, like I haven't played many first-person shooters on yeah. Switch because I feel like the triggers aren't going to be like mm. as you know. They won't feel as clean, I guess, <laughs> as the other consoles. Uh, it feels fine to me. So, like, okay. uh, so I, I just recently got an actual wireless controller because I just use Joy-Cons. I love it because I'm playing a lot, like, on airplanes and stuff. And so I'll set up my deal, and I kind of – I'll just sit like this and play while I'm laying down. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had any problems playing shooters, uh, fighting games. I could play a Smash on one Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Joy-Cons. They're mm-hmm. amazing. Awesome. But, um, but, yeah, sorry. I feel like I keep turning things off of topic. Fall 76. Man, <laughs> I I hope they turn that game around. Yeah, like I because like we've seen it with uh, I know Rainbow Six Siege didn't have like a disastrous launch, but like they mm-hmm. definitely like post launch really like just brought that game up. Yeah, you know I freaking love playing Rainbow Six Siege, and then like you know we've seen No Man's Sky come yeah. back. You know, huge comeback. It'd be awesome to see the same thing with Fallout seventy six. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm not as hopeful. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I feel like Bethesda's so big, and they make they're cranking out so many games. Um, I feel like let's say Final Fantasy XIV, let's mm-hmm. take that. Yes. So at launch, tons of people had it, but then it was like, eh, this is kind of, we don't like it. So they revamped the entire thing mm-hmm. and made it incredible. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Because it, it would take so much time. Yeah. Map is so big. All of the, all of the um, uh, mechanics are so intricate. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I, there might be some tweaks here and there. But hopefully it comes back around, but. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. But Xavier, Fallout 76 is, I guess, I was going to say return to glory, but I guess entering <laughs> glory in the first place is so far away. If I wanted to know what is coming to, to mom and grop shops today, where would I look? Ooh. I, I've not prepped you for this. This is you me hoping not. you watch this show. You would, you're essentially going to read. I'm going to read these. Yes. The, or not read these. <laughs> you're going to read uh, this right here. The oh, perfect. List. Yeah. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Do, 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 Yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't have a singing voice. <laughs> It's beautiful. But I had to do it because I, I, I know I, I know people like that. And people so get mad at Tim when he refuses. People do to get it. mad at Tim, and I'm like, I don't, was, I, I, I don't want that energy shifted to me. And so I got to <laughs> sing. Um, out today, um, Contra Rogue Corps uh, for PS4, Xbox One, Windows PC, and Switch. Color Slayer for PS4, mm-hmm. Constructor Plus for Xbox One, Dead by Daylight for Switch. Where's, wait, my bag. I got to download that now. Are you a Constructor Plus person? No, 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 no. Dead by Daylight. Oh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah, for Switch. I didn't even realize it was coming out to Switch. Bro, that what's, is what's exciting. What's the Wi-Fi code in this? Uh, Barrett, or somebody can probably text it to you. Don't say it right now. Yeah, we can't, we're not going to say it because, you know, we're not trying to get hacked over here. Y'all think I'm playing around. <laughs> uh, FIFA 20 Champions Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows PC. FIFA 20 Ultimate Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows PC. And am I am I confused or, like, is FIFA 20 coming out later? Like, just the standard edition? Do you know, Barrett? Uh, I don't know. Well, it, it might be one of those situations where, don't they, like... If you buy the Deluxe special edition, like comes out yeah. like a week early, maybe or something like that. Kindoffunny.com yeah. slash you're wrong. Let us know. <laughs> um, football drama for Windows PC. <laughs> <Football> drama, <laughs> dude. I would love if that was just like some like telenovela, but with football players. Dude, I really wish. Yes. I'm really big on dating sims right now. <laughs> really, I don't know if you guys noticed, but today on the best YouTube channel ever, up, up, down, down, we have I love you, Colonel Sanders. It's dude. a KFC dating simulator. Heck yeah! Dude. I already it's had really a prep good. for you, boy. It's a, it's super anime. Is it really? It's unreal. It released today, right? Released today yeah, on Steam. Today, it's yeah. free. It's it's free. It's free. What? Really? It's free. Yo, and dude, it's like a legit dating sim. It's five different endings. Mm. Super hyper sexy anime, Colonel Sanders. Dude, it is incredible. <laughs> we might have to talk about because I know we have a party mode that we're doing today for a specific game. Ooh, we might. Yeah. Have we might have to up. like. Hit up Andy and be like, "Yo, I don't know if there's like if you guys need this one to happen today, but like, <laughs> it would yo, be cool. It would be cool to do one uh, with this. That's awesome. Can we get on. Um, Habroxia for PS4 is out today, and like we said, I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator <laughs> for Windows PC, and apparently it's free. So I guess that's your deal of the day, also. 
Uh, hashtag ad for me. Oh, yeah. Hashtag ad for Xavier. I'd, yes. I'm going to play this game, and I'm not sponsored by any, anybody. <laughs> um, we also have Monstrum for PS4, Noita for Windows PC, Northguard for Switch, Rex Rocker. No, Rex Rocket mm -hmm. for Xbox One. Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast for PS4 and Switch, with, yeah, which yeah. Barrett is excited Ooh. about over there. I didn't realize it was coming out on Switch. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was announced during, I think, the last Nintendo Direct. Um, very it was random. Like the wildest fucking announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the last Nintendo Direct? I, I know you've been like busy. 10 minutes. And this is, this is where my pain is, guys. I don't get to see everything. I'm sorry. It's... It was so wild because this is one of those things where back in April, during April Fools, IGN had like a, a, a fake Nintendo Direct yeah, that they did where yeah. they're like everything is coming to Switch. It felt like that. It felt like you know they were like, oh yeah, and Jedi Outcast and Deadly Premonition Two and like this and like that and um, uh, some random SNK character. People are going to get mad at me because I called him random, uh, but an SNK character is coming <laughs> to Smash and like all this stuff, right? Um, it's Terry, right? Yes, Terry yeah, Bogard. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, that's coming to PlayStation 4 and Switch. Sally's Law is coming to Xbox One, and The Surge 2 um, is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Windows PC, um, and those are all out today. Um, now it's time for some reader mail. You can write in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames uh, where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, <gasps> this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Upstart. yeah. As most of us have found out the hard way, mm. getting into debt is easy. Mm -hmm. Getting out of out of debt is hard, Very. especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you more than just your credit score. Uh, it offers smarter uh, interest interest rate uh, to help you pay off high uh, interest credit card debt. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Greg needed help uh, when he came to San Francisco for the first time. Uh, he was in trouble with his credit, and um, he could have used Upstart.com. He could have used Upstart.com, yeah. but he had a he had a down. What's the opposite of start? Stop a down stop because he didn't have Upstart. Exactly, that was Ooh, the worst joke I've ever go. made in my life. <laughs> That's great, great joke. Hey. I tried, I tried. Upstart goes beyond <laughs> the traditional credit score uh, when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Which, lots of us have gone to school, and we have that college debt. Mm, and preach. so many times, people are like, "Oh." You can't get this job because you don't have experience. Mm. How am I supposed to get experience if you won't get me a job? Mm. I got to pay off this debt. It's crushing me. Mm. I live in a studio apartment and Dude, I can't preach. make minimum wage. Ooh, I man. can't do anything. Dude, tell them. Get with Upstart. Tell they em. say, you got a bachelor's degree? What? You got a master's? Let me give you this better interest rate so you can get your life together. Man, I feel personally preached to you right now. <laughs> All of us. Just describe the mess out of me. <laughs> Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you, and they understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The sirens are from us, by the so, way. Sirens yes. are on our end. The next day, over 300,000 people have, have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Mm -hmm. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit credit card debt by cons by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames. That is upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. And now... It's time for some reader <gasps> questions. Let's go. How many questions in here do we have from Frank Furter, Barrett? Yeah, <laughs> this is also Frank Furter. It's just, the, it's the only other one, okay? okay? okay. Man, Frank Furter getting a lot, of, a lot of love this episode. Um, Frank Furter asks, uh, uh, writes into, is it patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames? Yeah, yeah. you nailed it. Bam. Um, what, a, what a host. Lou, look at me. Can we, can we, look at me. I watch the show every day. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And now it's just Greg's, all of Greg's like transitions, everything are just ingrained uh, into me. Like I everybody else say, watches the show. You are so much better of a host than Greg Miller. Man, from Xavier Woods. Just, dude, give me a handshake. Give me a handshake. Just incredible. Thank you, dude. Wow. I appreciate that. ABC, y'all. Um, Frankfurt writes in and says, good morning, blessing in the commish. The untitled Goose Game just came out last week. And already someone has managed to speed run it in just under four 
minutes. I casually watch speedruns every once in a while um, of some of my favorite games, but I'm interested in hearing uh, if you do too, uh, and if so, which games. Keep up the good work, and thanks for all you do, Frank Furter. Thank you, Frank are you a feed, Are you a, a speed... I was going to say a feed run, a speed run person. <laughs> a feed runner. Yes, I, I eat while runner? I play game ball. <laughs> yes. Um, so I actually just got the Untitled Goose game. I yeah. downloaded it last night because my friend won't quit talking about it. You so liking let me it? See. I haven't gotten to play it. I okay. was trying to finish Link's Awakening. Mm. I'm, on the, I'm, on, I'm on the seventh. You liking that? I love it. Dude, I'm playing that game right now. It's making me feel like an idiot. Yeah, why? Like, I'm, I'm two dungeons in. And I've used more um, uh, walkthroughs in the first two dungeons <laughs> that I've had for whole games. Okay, so you didn't play it on. I didn't game play Boy. it on Game Boy. Recently, okay, so no. that that's the difference. So like yeah. me, I'll, I turned the game on and I was like, okay, yeah, clearly I remember this game. I remember playing mm. this as I was when I was younger. And in my in the forefront of my mind, I'm like, oh, what do I do next? But my hands are literally just moving to the next thing. I'm like, oh, let me try ah. this room. And I just literally like I haven't made a misstep yet. Really? I'm just going. That's when that happens, isn't that great? Yeah, but I don't, I legit yeah. don't remember It's it, like Galaxy it's, Brain. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's it's such a good game. But you just started the seventh dungeon? Yes. Have fun with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, we'll see. I remember having problems that, with that. That's the only dungeon. Like I, I beat it over the weekend, and, that was the, and I didn't play it uh, originally, and that was the only dungeon where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? It's all, that's the one with all the switches, right? Yeah. And yeah, there's like okay. multiple floors, and if you fall down a floor and you have certain switches up, mm, and you have yeah. to like retrace your steps and like do all this complicated stuff, I was really bad at it. Okay. okay well, Probably hit the standstill. Um, mm. As far as speedruns go, uh, what's the uh, big yearly speedrun deal? The uh, charity? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, don't um, tell me, Barrett. It's, it is uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. Summer Dance. And uh, Summer Games su Done yeah, Quick. Yes. Is it yeah. both of them? Yes, I think so. Because so, I feel like there's two of them. Normally on the road uh, while, while that's going on, but I watch that. I watched a guy run through um, like Mega Man 3. So I like mm. Mega Man speedruns. Yeah. Because I, I love Mega Man, but I'm just trash. Mm. Just gutter trash. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, especially, like, I was like, oh, Mega Man 5, I know everything about Mega Man 5. I can probably speedrun that. No, I can't. Mm. No, I can't. Yeah. That's like when people see, see people playing football, they're like, oh, why didn't he catch the ball? I could do that. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't speedrun this game. Yeah. I, I, at least me. No, I'm, I'm with you, <laughs> where, like, I'll watch a speedrun, and I'm, like, immediately, I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, like for a second, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, Don a Donkey Kong 64 speed run. I could, I could do that." But then I actually watched a Donkey Kong 64 speed <laughs> Dude, run, and they're like breaking yeah. the game. They're left clipping them. through everything. Dude, it's wild. Jumping on like certain pixels of yeah. blocks to get to the next thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, dude, it's it's wild. There's um, I forget which. Uh, if it was awesome games done quick or what it was, but they did um, a speed run of I guess it was a game called Mega Man DOS. It was mm -hmm. like a Mega Man game on I guess Apple uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. old Apple computers. Um, in the game, like the whole time they're just, they're just roasting the game, but <laughs> at the same time, like they played this game so much that they're able to just speed run through yeah. it uh, because like. That's how deep it goes. Like people just speed run the most random and most unique specific games. Yeah. I freaking like I I I'm not you know I'm not too invested in that community just because like I just have a lot of stuff going on. But when I can, I tune in, and it's always like a mind blowing thing. Also, Mario Maker speed runs Ooh. are incredible. Shout out to um. Uh, 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 Grand Pooh Bear. Yeah, I was, Grand Pooh Bear. I was gonna say yes. Grand Pooh Bear. Grand Pooh Bear is awesome. Yes, dude. I did a panel. Yes. I did a panel at PAX like last year with Grand Pooh Bear and Khalif Adams is spawning me. Um, Grand Pooh Bear, one very nice dude, mm. awesome dude, but also just very talented. So insane. He's awesome. So insanely talented. Yes, check it out. Check out uh, Twitch.tv slash Grand Pooh Bear. I assume that's his Twitch channel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's an underscore in there. I don't know. Look, search him up. Search him up. He's um, a good dude. Very kind. Trying to, we're trying to get together to stream. I think he might yeah. be like the record holder for both of my Mario Maker levels. Wait, really? I think he. Him and, I think that's him and, awesome. I could be confusing him. him with someone else, but I think it, like, it might just be Mario a similar. It might just be a similar uh, name. But uh, Andy was going back and forth with someone on my levels. Mm. Back and forth with Grand Pooh Bear. That'd be wild. <laughs> um, Xavier, I'm going to ask you my own question. Okay. We I'm have more answer. questions here, but I want, I want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Because, like, of course, once again, two black hosts here, man. Mm -hmm. We're making history. Mm -hmm. You know, this may never happen again. It better happen again, <laughs> It better happen again. And it better be with us. Exactly. Um, who, and, and you might have to think a little bit, mm -hmm. favorite black character in a video game? Oh, in a video game. Um... Because my, I was immediately going to say Powerline. Because Powerline is black. Let's let's be serious. Mm. Um, but in a video game, ah, uh, it sucks that it's hard to think of. <laughs> think well, of. Uh, it's hard because we were talking about Mafia. I was going to say yeah. Lincoln. Is Link Lincoln right? Yeah. The main it's been, character. It's been a minute. It's been a second. Yeah, Lincoln March. Yeah. Um, God. Because for me, it's my created character and all. <laughs> I was going to say, you know what? It's it's me in uh, me. WWE 2K. 
Ooh. I'm legit in the game. There we go. Um, but then, I don't know, because there's a Rocky game and Apollo Creed is in it. Ooh. Apollo Creed's my favorite like character of anything. Um, I don't know. Let me think. I'm going to yeah. think. I'm gonna I think about it because I was going to give an answer, but now I'm like, I don't even know what my answer is. Yeah. Developers, make more games with black people in them, please. Um, with us in them. With us in them, please. Actually, I'll, I'll be in any game. Actually, I am actually scanned into State of Decay 2. Random, oh, there you go. Yeah, random. So I guess me in that game. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that was a weird thing because it was through like, I had a friend that had a friend and that happened. Um, <laughs> let's get into this question written by Gage. Um, they ask, hey, Blessing, welcome to your first hosting day. Uh, it's my second hosting day now. Um, as part of this amazing community, I'm sure I can speak for everyone and say we're, we're so proud of you uh, and are so happy to see you behind the desk today from KF Prom King to host Let's Go. Thank you so much, Gage. I appreciate that. Um, so my question today is, I know that today everyone is obsessing over Last of Us 2 and potential WB, uh, in this potential WB Batman game, which I should remind people, we're having a watch along of uh, the state of play happening later today, yeah. um, Tuesday at 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. <laughs> 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Uh, yeah, Pacific so, time. So we're going to stay live here. It's going to be Games Daily going right into Harry Potter and Review, right into this watch along. Yeah. So, uh, so if you're watching here. this later in the day, this is going to be a dated question. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm wondering, between the state of play and inside Xbox today, do you think we see anything uh, new from Jedi Fallen Order? I feel like we're really close to that game, and yet I don't see any marketing for it. Um, if you do something, uh, or if you do see something, what would get you hyped? So for you, are you are you following uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Are you like up to date with like that I game? I'm not up to date. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, is being developed by Respawn, who does like Titanfall and yeah. Apex yep. and all that stuff, right? It's the new like the like the Jedi. I don't know the story of Jedi Fallen Order, but essentially you're playing as a, as a Jedi Jedi in this game. Um, it's an action game, mm. right? Um, third person. Third person. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty awesome um, from what what we've seen. Um, I guess for me, because like I'm probably gonna get the game. I've not really thought too hard about the game because it's one of those things of like, yeah, this game looks looks exciting. When it gets here, I'll get it. I'll play it. Mm. Um, I would like to see more of some of the Metroidvania aspects that I've heard being talked about but haven't been shown. Um, for the game because I know at E3 they they had some vertical slices that they showed off. Yeah, it was more of just showing like the actiony kind of like a almost yeah very Dark Souls light esque combat yeah. that they had, and then it was like cool and stuff. And then all of these people who got to see behind closed doors demos and whatnot were like, "This game yeah. is way more expansive." Than yeah, they're, they're like, "There's on. so yeah. much more to this, right? Yeah. You can go apparently like you can you have a ship that you go back to and all yeah. this stuff, and there's a lot more exploration elements in the game." Huh. And so I if. I don't know if it's going to be in either State of Play or Xbox, mm -hmm. but it, because this uh, State of Play is only be 20 minutes. And so, like, we assume Batman is going to be there. We assume, uh, we know Last of Us 2 is going to be there. Yeah. And so, like, that's not much time. Yeah. Um, and so, who knows? Maybe inside Xbox, but as me and Greg were talking about yesterday, right? Like, inside Xbox hasn't necessarily come out and had, like, these big, like, megatons right these big like reveals right and yeah. so like and i guess like a, and the thing that they're advertising for this inside xbox is like updates to like services yeah like that, i feel yeah. like a another showing of star wars um uh what's it called again jedi fallen order yeah um i feel like that would be the type of thing that would be advertised in the tweet because i feel like that's not like a second showing isn't necessarily a surprise Right, like I feel like at that point we're just like, oh yeah, cool. Like let's let's see what this is. And I so, am I am down with an undersell though. That's true. You know, because I feel like this past year specifically, there's been so much overselling of stuff, mm. and then we get it and we're like, oh, yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's good. I feel that. I do like a good undersell, especially. I don't feel that. And I could see that being the thing, especially with all of the Star Wars stuff that has been coming out recently. Mm. Like now knowing what is it since uh since Star Wars under new management, what they have like a new Star Wars like every year now. It's like the, yeah. the goal. So it's like. Almost like an oversaturation where like, they could be like, this game is going to be incredible, and we're just going to let it speak for itself when it drops. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, let's see here. How much time do we have? I should wrap up, uh, actually wrap up. And so before I wrap up uh, and get into your wrong, uh, let's squat up. Uh, today's squat up uh, comes from Samantha Jade. Uh, Samantha Jade wants help in Pokemon Go. They say, what's up, Blessing, in the commit? Should I do that right? You did. I you hope did. I did that right. You did. You, uh, can hit it. you can hit it from the from the from the base. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think I have that in you me. You do. I think I Greg I know Greg has that in him, but like 
I'm going to I'm going to practice that All right. because I know we'll do this again someday. And by that time, I'm going to have it down. Um, they say, thanks for reading my squad up. I'm looking for some best friends who want to become who want to become best friends uh, in Pokemon Go. I'm stuck on a special research task to add new friends, and I'd like to find new friends from all over the globe to get some long distance eggs, which is a funny sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they say I'm from Australia. Um, if you'd like to add me, my friend code is seven three six four three three five zero six seven two eight, and I'm assuming that'll be in the YouTube description, Barrett. Um, they say I look forward to swapping gifts <laughs> with you Aww. soon, which is another that yeah. Um, you're in Australia. I'm going to Australia soon, dude. You're everywhere. I I try. That's awesome. I man. try. If uh, I'll I'll re-download the game because I literally in the transfer I deleted it, so I'll re-download it and I will add my add you on my friend code. You can swap gifts. Let's uh, get into your uh, wrong. It looks like. Let's see, the nanobiologist writes in and says, a nitpicky thing, but it's The Last of Us Part 2, not The Last of Us 2. I shouldn't even read that. We know. <laughs> we know. Come on, Nano. <laughs> now I understand why, like, now when, you I, get it. when I, like, watch the show and I see y'all get frustrated, but now, like, I'm looking at all the your wrongs and that's the one that's starting yeah. off. I love you, nanobiologist. You do a great job every day. And reminder, if you want to submit a your wrong, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash yes. your wrong. Yes. To get those submissions. Uh, let's see. Borzin. <laughs> Borzin zero zero says Final Fantasy VII remake is supposedly expanded out to the length uh, to be about uh, forty to eighty hours. Now I don't, they don't really say if that's one game or the whole everything together. Huh. And so, um, but I assume that's everything together. I don't know, man. Um, Lord of Pwn says Square Enix has said that this. Uh, first game in the Final Fantasy VII remake is equivalent to a mainline Final Fantasy title. Okay, so they're essentially saying that like this is gonna be Final Fantasy remake is, part one is gonna be as long as a any Final Fantasy game. But okay, so Final Fantasy thirteen, like we're talking about. Yeah, I done like fifty hours into that. Like just the first one because there's three of those. There's Final Fantasy thirteen one, two, yeah, and Lightning Returns. Just the first one. Just the first one. Yeah. So like I think it's gonna be that type of thing. That's a lot of game. And to end at Midgard, is there new stuff in there? I think I there mean, is. Be, yeah. I think there it has is. To. I think they're adding because Tim saying uh, Tim was saying because he played it right, and he was saying like, yeah, they expand on some things that you wouldn't, you almost wouldn't have expected, but like makes sense for you know an updated Final Fantasy seven yeah, game. Yeah, that's not so, turn based type stuff. Yeah. So like the biggest part of that game for me, or the my favorite thing is uh, when you have to go and get the dress and the wig and do squats and stuff mm-hmm. to sneak into to dude's house. So like I'm hoping that they expand a lot on that. Like I could do that for an hour. Mm. Give me more of that. The nanobiologist uh, also writes and says, uh, per a Dice article about Apple Arcade paying developers, there are other unanswered questions too. What we don't know, it's not clear how developers who make their game available uh, to Apple Arcade will be paid. Ex- exclusivity means you can't port a game to Android, mm. uh, which is pretty interesting. So those are just some more mm-hmm. for the details. Borson Zero Zero writes in and says, Mega Man uh, DOS was part of the awful block, uh, and that is only at Awesome Games Done Quick, and they are known to uh, bash games a lot, which I think <laughs> I remember there being some controversy about because people people work hard on their games and so for it to be like a whole thing dedicated to bashing games. But like yeah. at the same time, these are very old games. I'm sure people aren't... I'm sure whoever developed Mega Man DOS isn't out here like, how dare you? But I, I get both <laughs> sides of it. Um, Nanopologist says, I'm the great wall of fact-checking. Thank you. Um, the champ writes in and says, the best black character is Clementine. Is Clementine bl- black? Did I miss that? Mm, from, uh, uh, from Walking Bio- Dead. Oh, Clement- why am I thinking of, uh, what's the girl's name in Bioshock? The last oh, one. Oh, the little sister. Oh, the last one. Oh. oh um, shit. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah. Yes. Okay. She's definitely not black. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, so now that you have time to think, it. do you have an answer? God. It's okay if you don't. I should have prepped you. We could have thought about this. Uh, I wanted, I wanted to, since it's two black hosts, I wanted to do something for the occasion, and I definitely just sprung this up on you. Luther and Detroit Ooh, is, is, is awesome. Great character. Actually, I'm going to say, um, I can't remember her name, but there is a black woman in Detroit Become Human who helps out a lot later yes. in the game. She's, uh, I oh, love yeah. her. She's like Harriet Tubman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love her. Um, Yo, I'm, I'm so, going through my like my top five games, and it's all like, it's like animals, robots, mm. Japanese dudes. The brothers in The Last of Us that you meet, very briefly, mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. The way that ends is kind of like, oh, no. It's Yo, sad, I, but I like I like those char- uh, those characters. Game developers make more black characters, hire more black creators so that those characters can be written in authentically. Do I like great stuff? Yo, check it. Okay, Mario Kart Double Dash. 
animals, mm-hmm. River City Ransom, Japanese mm-hmm. uh, dudes and chicks, um, Mischief Makers, robots, Mega Man 5, robots. This is your top five? Yeah. You just don't like humans. Yo, apparently not. <laughs> wow. I mean, Meg, my Mega Man is black. Mm. Mega Ran. <laughs> uh, shout out to Doomfist in Overwatch because he's Nigerian and I'm Nigerian. Ooh, okay. And so I want to give a shout out to Doomfist. There, shout out Doomfist. Shout out Doomfist. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tomorrow's host uh, is going to be me and Greg. Greg is returning from his last list thing. Is he going to give impressions? after Xavier yeah. leaves. I'm so sorry you have to host Xavier with Greg. I'm so sorry. Hey, man, you know. I do what I got to do, I yeah. guess. Yeah, you pay you know? your dues. <laughs> I got to pay my dues, you know. It's suffering so that I get to, I get to host with you. Oh, exactly. Hey. hey, man, it's been wonderful. I'm so glad that I got to host with you. You've been awesome. This has been like a dream come true. This has been legendary. God, um, and yeah, uh, how does Greg usually sign off? It's been our pleasure to serve you. Y- yeah. You should have your own sign off. Yeah, do it. Uh, I don't know what my sign off would be. I can't. This is a lot of pressure. Hey, this has been kind of funny games. Y'all be blessed. Hey. Uh. <laughs>